Hi, and welcome to Coffee and Pearls, 15 Minutes of Wisdom for Catholic Moms. I'm Sterling Jaquith, and as we continue this peace series, I want to offer up two exercises that I think you should go through. One for Saturdays and one for Sundays. And I'm going to describe both of them in detail. And then at the very end of the podcast, I'm going to go over them again. So if you're driving or folding laundry while you're listening to this, don't worry about having to remember it because you can come back, load up the episode, skip to the end, and then back up just a little bit to catch those questions. So the first one is an exercise that I think you should do on Saturdays. And I'm calling this the love yourself exercise. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to sit down in a quiet place. I want you to close your eyes. And I want to, I want you to picture yourself as a little girl, maybe seven to nine years old. Usually an age will resonate with you. A little girl and she's sitting on the couch and her knees are tucked up underneath her arms and she looks worried and this little girl is yourself and you're going to sit down next to that little girl and you're just going to listen to what she has to say as if you were an adult and I want you to kind of put on your mothering hat for a moment because while we may do a really good job of emotionally supporting our kids we do a pretty crummy job of emotionally supporting ourselves And so a lot of you have gotten to the end of the week and gotten to this Saturday and you think, man, I really, I bungled it. I really screwed up. I really lost it on my kids. I really lost it on my husband. I'm a wreck. I ate five pints of ice cream. I didn't change out of my jammies for three days. I don't even know what day it is, right? You're just, you're telling yourself this story and you're laying on the guilt and the shame to yourself. And that's what we're hoping to combat. So instead, I want you to picture yourself as a little girl, sit next to this little girl. Just look at her for a moment. She looks scared. She looks maybe anxious. Maybe she's worried you're about to lecture her. Maybe she looks a little scared of you. And I just want you to talk to her. I want you to say, hi, honey. How are you doing? And she'll probably go, fine. But you know she's not fine. And you say, you know what, honey? It's okay if you're not fine. This was a crazy week. A lot has happened. It's okay if you're feeling really worried or nervous. And then I want you to ask her about the week. What happened this week? And she'll tell you. She'll say, ah, Gosh, I was just, I was so nervous on Thursday, you know, and I just, I was scrolling on my phone and it made me crazy. And then I snapped at one of the kids and I just feel awful. I'm so scared. And you say, yeah, I totally understand that. That is a completely normal reaction to what's happening right now. I totally get how you could have acted in that way. When I'm scared, I do that too. That's exactly what I do. And I want you to just continue having a conversation with a younger version of you. And I want you to comfort her like you would comfort a child. Because children make mistakes all the time. 
some, I caught my nine-year-old being really rude the other day. And instead of freaking out and being like, why did you do that? That's terrible. Right. I waited until she was alone. And I just said, you know, I could tell that you are really frustrated. And you know what? When I get scared or frustrated, I tend to be rude too sometimes. And, you know, it's not okay to do that, but I totally understand where you're coming from. And usually when I'm scared, I just want someone to understand me. But when I'm snarky and rude, that doesn't happen. Right? And so you can see how as a parent, we tend to explain things with love and grace and mercy because we're training them. But somehow along the way, we turn into adults and then we think we should just know how to do everything. And of course we don't. No one has experienced what we're experiencing right now. There's no book for how you should survive quarantine week with a potential worldwide pandemic that we don't know or understand very well. It's okay that you had a wonky week. I'd be surprised if you didn't. And so I want you to stop beating yourself up. I want you to just get quiet, sit with that little girl version, and just hug her. Just love her. Tell her it's okay. Tell her that you're going to love her no matter how she reacts. And you're always there for her. And she's a good mom. She's a good girl. And if you do it right, this isn't a requirement, but if you do it right, most of the time you'll end up crying, okay? Because you'll realize just how mean you've been to yourself all week. And I want you to just release a lot of that and just let it go, okay? Whatever you did this week is fine. It's what you needed to do to get through. Now, that doesn't mean it was the best version of you. It doesn't mean that that's the kind of week you have to have next week. But whatever is done is done, and there is no point in chewing on that and beating yourself up about it, okay? So I want you to do the love yourself exercise on Saturday. Then on Sunday, I want you to do a peace exercise with your spouse, okay? Uh, Let's call it something different. Husbands are probably not going to like that. Let's call it the check-in exercise, okay? We're going to call it the check-in exercise. So you're going to check in with your spouse. You're going to say, hey, honey, I need you for 15 minutes. It won't be longer than that. Just a quick check-in about the week and what's happening next week. My husband likes it when I sound kind of businessy. It doesn't scare him as much as let's talk about our feelings, (laughs) right? Um, And so I want you to sit down. And the first thing I want you to say is, this has been a crazy week. And I'm really sorry for the things I said when I was tired and scared. That's it. You don't even have to go into more detail. Sometimes I like to go into more detail and I'll say, like on Thursday when you were trying to be really helpful, but I snapped at you. I wasn't about you. I was just really anxious that day. I'm worried about the kids. I'm worried about you. Whatever. We're worried about something. Just say what it is and just say, I'm sorry. I'm going to go out on a limb and say 100% of you need to apologize to your husband for freaking out a little bit this week or saying something not nice to him while you were tired or scared. If you didn't, rock on. High five. You should teach the rest of us how to hold it together a little bit better. (laughs) Okay. Start off by apologizing. 
Don't expect an apology from him. That's not the point of the exercise. That's not important. Okay, so just apologize. And then I want you to say, you know what? We're trying to find our, our new normal in this situation. And I just want to know from you what you think went well this week and what you think didn't go optimally this week. Okay, no blaming. It doesn't have to be a big deal, but we're going to head into the next week tomorrow. And I think we should have a game plan. And so I just want to say, like, what did we learn this week? Right. So the three questions are what went well? What needs work? What are we going to do differently this week? Okay, because I really want you to come together and feel like a team. And I think starting by acknowledging that it is a stressful time and a time of tension is really good because when we pretend that it's not, we don't have the same amount of mercy and grace for our coping behaviors. And some of us cope with just lashing out in anger. Some of us are coping with, you know, whatever we cope with, television, alcohol, food, online gambling. Don't do that. I don't know anybody who does that, but maybe some of you do. And I want you to really feel connected with your husband right now. Now, I will say, and most of you know, my marriage still not in a great place, right? We're still not in a great place, but we can still do this because it feels businessy and safe. And we just kind of say like, hey, I want to be on your team. How can we how can we make sure the week goes smoothly? What can I do for you? What do I need? Um, but really, we're just going to ask the three questions, right? What worked? What needs work? What are we going to do differently this week? Okay. And so I think those two exercises are going to be really powerful, really simple, and hopefully really helpful for you to go into the week feeling a little bit more merciful and kind to yourself and a little bit more unified with your husband, having a plan for your family, okay? So for most of us, we're heading into week two of a completely new life. And remember, it takes at least two weeks to get adjusted to something. So this next week isn't going to be like the easy week. Hopefully it's easier than last week, but it's still going to be a puzzle. Every day is going to feel like, hmm, that didn't quite go the way that I wanted, or here's a new variable that I wasn't planning on. And we're just going to ask ourselves every day at the end of the day, what went well? What needs work? What am I going to do differently? With no expectation of it going smoothly or having totally figured out, none of us have this figured out right now. We have no idea what we're dealing with, and that's okay. All you need to do is have somewhat of an idea of what you're going to do in the morning. But even the best planners, like they say in the military, oh, what's the phrase? Something about how the the best laid plans work really well until they meet with the enemy, right? And so you can plan as much as you want, but as soon as you get onto the field of combat, the plans usually go out the window, right? Because you have no idea what to expect. You can have some guesses, but we don't really know. And your goal should not be to have a perfectly planned out day that goes according to plan. It's that you have enough tools in place, you're feeling resilient enough, and you're being loving enough to yourself and to everyone in your family for what's going on. My kids are still pretty young, so I don't see a lot of weirdness in them, but I can imagine that if you have an 11-year-old or a 15-year-old, 
that they've got to be acting pretty weird. And I'm sure it's subconscious, right? They don't know, but they're just kind of weird and off. And I bet that could look like misbehaving or disrespect. And so recognize that they're going through something weird too. You may, you may sit down with them on Sunday and do the same exercise. Hey, it's a little crazy right now. What worked for you last week and, and what was challenging for you last week? See if you can work with them and say, you know, what would be more helpful for you this next week? And that's all we have to do. We have no idea what next month is going to look like. We can't even really know what the week is going to look like, but we can make an educated guess and come up with a plan. And then we can already have mercy with ourselves that it probably won't go according to plan. All right, so those are the two exercises. The first one is the love yourself exercise where you're gonna get really quiet and sit down with a young version of yourself, maybe seven to nine, and you're gonna ask her how she's doing and you're just gonna tell her that you love her no matter what and that she's gonna be okay and that you're there for her and that all of her reactions are normal. All of our reactions to unusual fear situations are just perfectly fine. We're working it out. Okay. And then the second exercise is going to be the check in with your spouse exercise. You're going to sit down and the first thing you're going to do is you're going to say, I'm sorry for the things I said when I was tired or scared. And then you're going to ask three questions. Question number one, what went well this week? Question number two, what still needs work? Question number three, what are we going to do differently this week? All right, ladies, I'm praying for you and your families. Um, I hope you're enjoying this peace series. And hang in there. We're all doing this together, all right? I love you. Have a blessed day.